on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday, Mr. Jeff Perlman, the voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. teams you care about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris welcome back in to southern middle tennessee sports today 26 minutes past the 10 o'clock hour and we are winding down this friday edition of the show thank you guys for hanging out with us it's going to be a great ending to the show because we have a couple of great guests who are going to join us to close out this week, starting with the Vice President of Baseball Operations for the Nashville Sounds. We have Doug Scopel joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Doug, thanks for coming in. Yeah, great to be here. Good morning. Good morning, Doug. Appreciate you again. Um, minor League Baseball <laughs> doesn't look like it's looked at any time before uh, and um obviously you and your position as vice president of ops are right in the midst of that I and mean, how how crazy is this right now just just from what you've been used to over your tenure with the sounds yeah well it's a great question maurice and uh you know the exciting part for us is there's a light at the end of the tunnel right we've uh by the time we get to our, our scheduled opening day this year, which is April 6th uh, at First Horizon Park, it will be 581 days since we had last host the baseball game. So, you know, in any business world, that's, that's a long down period. And for us, especially with all we've gone through here in Nashville between tornadoes and, you know, all the COVID stuff and, and you know, being safe for the players, it's, you're right, right on the money. It's um, it's been a rough road. Uh, Major League Baseball has come in and and uh, taken over control of the minor leagues, which I think is going to be a great thing in the long term. And and we could probably talk through some of the, the immediate um, changes that we'll see with the way our schedule lays out and league structure, things like that. But at the end of the day, we really look forward to getting back to what we do best and, and having fans in the ballpark and having that fun 
environment for people to come enjoy on those summer nights. Doug, we have temporarily lost internet connection with uh, with our guys. So while uh, we're still on Facebook, we appreciate you joining us, JP. Here, by the way. Um, yep. So the uh, uh, while we get them back, I want to uh, get more about you. Know, Major League Baseball taking over and and some of the initial changes that you've seen up front. I mean, obviously some long-term effects, but what have you seen up front as the major positives for uh, this taking place? Yeah, so the, the couple of things that happened is, is they went, you know, I think COVID factored into a little bit of this, but obviously just wanting to be a, a better structural functioning system from all the way from the major leagues down to even like Little League. Baseball has a an idea of how they want to structure and integrate everybody. And so the changes for us really are the, the sounds of the last 98 been in the Pacific Coast League, League where we play a lot of teams on the West Coast that aren't close to us. The travel was tough on the players. Uh, there weren't regional rivalries. I mean, we played Memphis, but other than that, we were playing teams in California and Arizona and, and Nevada, which those are all fun teams to play. But we have now been moved into what they're calling the AAA East League, which is similar to the old International League, but basically the East Coast version of AAA baseball. And we're going to get to play teams uh, in Louisville and Gwinnett and Charlotte and um, Indianapolis. They're within a drive of Nashville. And more importantly to us, it's, it's rivalries with teams that are, are fan bases uh, that Nashville already have, the Reds affiliate, the Braves affiliate, um, you know, teams that are more regionally located. I think that's going to be a, a much bigger draw uh, to see some of those teams come through our ballpark. And, and on the flip side, for our guys, we're able to take bus trips to, to places that are three, four, five hours away rather than, you know, take a cross-country flight that takes six, seven hours once you connect somewhere. So I, there's benefits on both sides, and I think it's going to be a great start uh, as we get into this. Doug, you kind of stole our thunder, and we're speaking with Nashville Sounds Vice President of Operations, Doug Scopel, here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. But, um, Doug, you mentioned Gwinnett, and, you know, that was the first thing that Chris mentioned when this AAA East alignment came up, and you you know my Braves fandom. But um, Oh, yeah. The Stripers come in here for six games, May 18th through the 23rd. Um, and again in August. They come here again in August? Yeah, the 24th yeah, we're here twice, in late August. Yep. Okay. So um, so we get 12 opportunities here to see those Braves farmhands. I have, I've not gotten that far into the schedule. But, you know, what are your thoughts about these six-game series? Well, that's a great question. I think on the series, you know, this is – 2021 is going to be kind of, we hope, is an anomaly in terms of how the schedule lays out. We hope that by the end of baseball season and, and certainly by the start of, of the 2022 baseball season, that, that they're, you know the COVID has died down, vaccinations are much more prevalent, and we can get back to business as usual um, playing the shorter series. But for this year, baseball did the right thing, the smart thing. It, it makes it much easier for the players to travel and stay kind of within a bubble when they're only traveling basically once a week instead of two or a couple times a week if you have three or four game series. And for the, for the operational side, it, it's also the same. We're not having to fly them or bus them every three days. It's, you just do it once a week. So it, it minimizes the cost a little bit. So it helps on both sides for this year. Um, you know, I've talked to some guys in baseball. We've talked to our coaching staff. And normally they don't love the long series. But for this year, they certainly understand it and everybody, you know, is, is going to make it work. 
Doug, I'm curious with the new sit the, the new about it from that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I I didn't hear you, man. No, I was ahead. just saying I was No, I was just saying I wasn't really thinking about it from that standpoint um of the you know, the pandemic impact on the schedule, but that that makes a whole lot of sense as you said. So, um it's it's amazing that we are as far into this thing as as we are and that's still impacting everything but it clearly yeah, and, is. And to, to that point maurice some of the things that we are going to have to do and you'll see some language come out as we unveil more on our tickets and, and individual games and things like that are uh quote-unquote buffer zones for the players so baseball is is they're still working through it because you know a lot of things can change between now and april and it seems like a short distance but in the world of the pandemic you know who knows what advances or changes the stuff changes daily let alone in two months. So uh, we are going to have to have, you know, distancing from the playing field, from the dugouts, from the, the bullpen um, to make sure that that provides a, a safe zone. Cause the players are going to be within a, as good of a bubble as they can provide. They'll be tested on a regular basis. Um, you know, there'll be restrictions within our building of who can access player areas and, and their tiered structure, no different than, than what's happened with the other professional sports that have, have launched here uh, over the last year. So again, things we, we will have to do for one year, we'll, we'll make the best of it and then get back hopefully to, to business as usual in 2022. Speaking with Doug Scopel on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, I, my, my question was the with the new layout in the Southeast, Midwest, and Northeast triple a east league is what are they playing for (laughs) i know that they are i know there are some some games against other midwest teams uh such as indianapolis Uh, i think um maybe toledo and 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 such but what are what is the 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 end game here are they playing for the triple a east league or how, how does that work I, you know, they haven't really told us that, honestly. I think, honestly, that what we're playing for is to to have as safe of a season as possible and get the players, you know, to get the games in, let us let us do our entertainment in our venues. I don't believe that there will be a playoffs in this particular season. Again, just to, to minimize risk uh, and all that sort of thing. You know, certainly probably playing for our division title. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, once at the AAA level, most teams should at least want to instill a winning attitude and winning mindset for their guys. So that when they get to the big leagues, they're already in that mode. So I think that's enough. And, and the majority of our schedule this year, the way it's set up again, to try to minimize the amount of travel needed uh, is against our division. You mentioned we do play, I think Toledo, we play Louisville, who's not in our division and Indianapolis, but the majority of our games are going to be against the other six teams in that Southeast division. You know, Doug, um, you're back with the Milwaukee Brewers, um, a, a parent club with which the Sounds had had a pretty lengthy relationship prior to um, the opening of First Horizon Park. Um, how do you feel like that plays with area fans, you guys getting back with the Brewers? Yeah, you know, it's it's been there's been a lot of excitement from our local fan base here in middle Tennessee since that announcement was made. And to your point, Maurice, I think we, we spent 10 years with the Brewers from 2005 to 2014, 
a lot of great teams in there. We had, you know, think about those those Brewers playoff teams of the last decade or so, the Prince Fielder and Ryan Braun and Gallardo and Ricky Weeks and all those guys came through Nashville. And, and when you have that amount of kind of big leaguers that, that go through, you know, fans attached to that and have those memories. Not that they didn't have memories with the affiliates of the A's and the, the Rangers that we've had since then, but a 10-year period, you know, makes a lot of a lot more memories and uh, and so to to the point is it's there's been an exciting reaction as as that's been announced i think that um we look forward to it you know our coaching staff for the most part rick sweet will be our manager he was with us the final year of the brewers affiliate so there's a lot of uh, continuity not only with our staff and the brewers staff but we, we are we already have a familiarity not only on that the player coaches um, administrative staff side, but again, the fans and the players, there's there's some commonality there. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's going to be a, you know something to go forward here. Is it, is it a 10-year deal, Doug? It is, yeah. And, and the way as part of Major League structure is every affiliate, the affiliations previously could be as short as two years or uh, two or four years were the lengths, and some teams were together for 30 years, and some teams were together for two years. Now, across the board, all 120 minor league teams starting this year have 10-year agreements with baseball to be with their affiliates. I just think that that builds a, like you said, a familiarity with a, a, an organization through your fans. I mean, minor league baseball, the turnover is so high. But when you're with an organization for years and years, there are some names that tend to stick around, if not on the field, in the dugouts or that sort of thing. I think that's important. Yeah, it's very important. And you're right. The, the roster turns over, but it's, it's, it's the relationships and their, their commitment to, you know, when they send their players to Nashville, they're not just sending them here to play baseball. The Brewers are, are great at getting involved in the community um, and, and building relationships other than just what happens between the lines on the field. And, and we look forward to continuing uh, what was already, a, like we all have said here, a success in our path. Doug, when, when you when you look back at last year and all of the things that everybody had to go through, what what's the one takeaway from not having a minor league season last year that you will – look forward to this year well i think in our circumstance um you know we once we realized that we weren't going to have a true minor league season we 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 joke in the office that we had a business we had about 25 different business models we looked at of trying to do maybe our own independent team that we could host at the ballpark or bring in concerts or some other different things And, and through that process kept us active and the wheels turning from a you know, planning and marketing and working with the health department and having conversations with all the people that, that we're needing to gear up and talk through right now to get ready for April. So, you know, we just didn't sit there and kind of have nothing to do. We, we kept going. Ultimately, we weren't able to, to make something work last year because the restrictions of, you know, what we couldn't, couldn't do with the health department and whatnot. But it's, you know, I feel like our group never, never slowed down, never kind of turned the switch off. We've, we've been going and we're ramped up and we're, we're ready to go so that when folks come out, we're going to, we'll be able to wow them with, with what we do at the ballpark. Doug restrictions, notwithstanding, how close were you guys to pulling off that independent taxi league, you know, yeah. For, or a yeah, that, type situation. 
Yeah, we very, very close, Maurice. We had had meaningful conversations with, with we basically had rosters for two teams lined up. Um, we had, you know, players committed. Um, we had conversations with Major League Baseball about what we were doing. Um, obviously, with the city of Nashville, all the, all the stakeholders were, were aware of what we were going to do. Honestly, the, it came down to the testing that would have to be done for the players, and that is not a cheap option. And um, for us to be effective, for our players to, to be able to be useful to Major League Baseball, we would have had to have some element of that. And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, the, the few fans we would have been able to be allowed to have by the health department, you know, that, that additional large expense just didn't make it worth the while for us to, to kind of pull the trigger on that one. That's unfortunate because I was looking forward to that. And I think, you know, particularly last summer when there was so relatively little going on, I think that would have been a nice diversion for a lot of folks. But certainly uh, I understandable. Agree. And, and, um, again, yeah, Doug Scopel, kept- Vice President. Go ahead. No, no finish up. I'm sorry, No, no, no. You're, you're good. Yep. I, I want to hear whatever you were thinking right there. Yeah, what I was going to say is, you know, I mentioned we talked to players last year, and and we were, you know, we're we like to be good stewards of baseball. We had our doors open to players to come and work out. We had during last summer when players were trying to just stay fresh, guys that weren't in alternate sites. I mean, there were probably days where we had twenty pro players out there throwing to each other and taking batting practice and doing pitchers throwing simulated games and and players from all different organizations just kind of working together to keep going. And we, our groundskeeper loved it because he. He got to keep the field going and kept his skills on keeping a mound up. So um, while the public didn't get to see that, we, we felt like we provided a useful uh, purpose for those players that wanted to just stay on their game. Yeah, and that's a, that, that's as big of a challenge as anything is keeping people on top of their game. We, we, know, we know a lot of people were in Middle Tennessee last year trying to, uh, whether they were in – Williamson County or, or Davidson County, somewhere they were hitting and throwing and pitching and catching. A lot of folks here in Middle Tennessee were 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 handling handling the situation as best as possible, and you guys were a, a big part of that, I'm sure. So, we appreciate your time, Doug. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. It, it's a uh, again the Nashville Sounds. They will kick off. Uh, well, first pitch will be. Um, are you guys open at home, right? We April open at home, again. April sixth. Yeah, and Norfolk, who is the Baltimore Orioles affiliate, which is a, as I mentioned earlier, a team that their affiliate probably hasn't played in Nashville in I'd say close to twenty more than twenty years, I would guess. So it's we get to welcome new in, but but we're just excited about again being able to welcome people back, do it safely, and get back to giving folks some fun entertainment options as we roll into the spring and summer. Well, we are certainly looking forward to it. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today and giving us your insight into the Nashville Sounds organization. I am wearing my Nashville Sounds cap on the air this morning, so there you go. Awesome. We appreciate that, and thank you guys for having me. Uh, You know, Anytime you want to have me back, I'd love to hop on here and talk about baseball or whatever else is going on in, in the sports world. We'll definitely take you up on that. That's Doug Scopel on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline this morning. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.